Hey everyone, welcome to Pivot to Thrive podcast. This is your ultimate destination to elevate your mindset, marketing and sales strategies for ultimate business growth. I'm your host, Dr. Priya, and I'm here to inspire and guide you on your journey to financial independence. My mission in life is very simple, to empower entrepreneurs like you with simple, actionable insights and easy to implement strategies that will transform your online business into a thriving success. Now, here's the deal. If your current strategy in life or business isn't working, don't quit. Just pivot. And it's important you understand that the goal for pivoting life and business isn't just to adapt and survive, but to truly thrive in growth, success, and abundance. So, in this podcast, we'll dive deep into the mindset shifts you need to break free from cultural barriers and embrace your true potential. We'll discuss cutting-edge marketing and sales techniques that you can apply to your business right away. Together, we'll create a powerful belief system that'll guide you towards the life you truly desire. So, grab a cup of coffee or even a fancy glass of wine and let's start pivoting towards the success you've always dreamed of. Thank you, Verity, for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you. I This is such a unique niche and topic that I'm going to discuss today. I have interviewed a lot of different professionals from different niche, but a professional in trade and, you know, uh, tradey wives, such a unique concept. And there's a business academy. There's a Facebook group of 20 plus tradey wives in Australia who would have thought. <laughs> and then business directory listing for professionals, directory listings for tradies, and then merch, hoodies, and there is a whole world of tradie vibes that you have definitely founded and pioneered, I guess. So I'm really excited to hear it all from you. So can you, I mean, though in the introduction I've mentioned about you and how tradie vibes started, I want to hear it from you. So just share the story behind Trady Wives and how it, the idea came up and what is it today and how has your journey been from the start? Firstly, thank you for having me. I'm also so excited to be here. Yeah, so Trady Wives was a completely accidental business. It started about, I think it was 2018 it started and it came from my husband's a landscaper and I would sort of watch him be on the tools all day being really stressed, coming home, paperwork everywhere, quoting, invoicing, doing it all himself, knocking back a million inquiries because he just he just couldn't juggle it all. And I thought, I think I can probably add some value here, take some of the pressure off because it was like someone needed to, it, needed, it was either me or someone else sort of coming in to, to help. My background is in marketing and advertising, so I sort of felt like a lot of stuff he was doing I could kind of help with. And so I went part-time helping him out and then it sort of went really well. And so I ended up leaving my job and going full-time in the business. But while I sort of had business experience, I didn't have any experience in the trade industry at all. So I had no idea. And so I thought, I wonder if I started a Facebook group. There's obviously a lot of women doing what I'm doing. If I'll be able to connect with people to ask them questions about like how to employ somebody how to get a good accountant, do a website. And yeah, and so I started it thinking that, you know, no one would join it because it was a ridiculous idea. 
And then, yeah, and then it was sort of like a few people joined and then just kept growing and growing and growing. And, and then I sort of realized that, wow, this is actually what I'm feeling. So many other women are feeling exactly like me. And so then organically, it just kind of evolved into a business based on sort of the needs that I saw within the group and, and how I could kind of support where I knew that I could help. Cool. I, I know you strongly believe in the power of communities. Yes. So how did this come up? Like just you helping your husband and going uh, from part-time to full-time. Obviously, it's more success as a family, but how did the thought come up? Like, I want to grow it as a community. I want to connect with like-minded women because 2018 I, I think it's just right before COVID isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. it was amazing I, think normal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to go back to uh, something called normal uh, yeah. anytime soon so what is your take on the power of communities and how it has impacted Trady Wives I think especially just as you touched on then about COVID too I knew that so it did start before COVID and I, I noticed that it was a lot of women feeling like I was feeling and, and what was coming up a lot was you do leave a full-time role or you have, you know, have children, you've gone on maternity leave and you kind of by default started doing the, the back end of the trade business. And there's like a lot of isolation that comes with that. And if you're used to being around people all the time, and then all of a sudden you find yourself, you know, your husband is on the tools and you're at home doing the office stuff, not seeing or talking to anyone, trying to do it all yourself. I really noticed that was a big issue, the isolation. And, and it was really important to me in the group to not only have a community where you could chat about business stuff, but also have like work colleagues as well, who you could come in and chat to, you know, just as you would at work, you know, about your day, your weekend, your, what's going on in your life. That was really important. And and then I noticed through COVID, the isolation got even greater and people were worried and, and scared about what was happening. And there was all these, you know, lockdowns with the construction, they shut construction down and that was really huge. So it was such a great support to be able to chat about what was going on, how everyone was feeling, everyone's different interpretations of what they were seeing on the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so important to have that community to support through that. I mean, I completely agree because I've been part of the Trady Vibes Facebook group for a few months now. Yeah. And I'm part of other Facebook groups, which is very much businessy, very much coaching, marketing, or anything related to general business. Yeah. And I see the kind of issues that people bring in Trady Vibes is so unique to the trade sector, yeah. which a normal business person cannot interpret or understand. Yes. So the people who hop on and help them have complete understanding of the issue because they've faced something similar or it has happened to someone they know. Yeah. So how did you initially understand the trades industry from a professional point of view or what was the challenges that you faced understanding the trade industry, not being a trader yourself? Rules and regulations was a big one. It was just, you know, it was just really like for me getting my head around the occupational health and safety stuff was really, really challenging. All the documentation behind that, the insurances, workers' compensation, how to manage an employee if they got injured on site or, you know, what that sort of looked like. That that was sort of, yeah, the, the specifics of trade, suppliers, negotiating with suppliers that sort of thing that was sort of what I really yeah they were the sort of things that I was struggling with which is why I kind of needed support okay 
So if someone is really trying or someone engaged who's trying to marry a tradie and wanting to be a future tradie wife, what is one piece of advice you would give them? It would be for me, it was, I felt like I had to come in and learn it all myself, do it all myself. And, it, you know, it, something that would take me 10 hours would take a professional if I outsourced it 20 minutes. So yeah. I felt like I needed to learn it all, do it all by myself. I'm glad I learned it all. You all do. <laughs> in terms of outsourcing, my, my key tip would be outsource where you can. Don't, don't try and stress yourself out by doing it all yourself and, and making mistakes. Get a professional to do it. It'll, it'll be save you time and money in the end. I think in general, every business owner should learn this, isn't it? The power of delegation. Absolutely. Like the one which is not your zone of genius, which you don't want to do, just delegate it. Just outsource it. Saves us so much time. But I think, I mean, 90% of us don't do that, isn't it? We just try to <laughs> fiddle, fiddle and learn and try to do it all. Yep. But yeah, end up losing lots of time. Yeah. It just simply means we don't value our time enough. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So out of all these different wings and, you know, milestones you've achieved uh, in terms of building a whole website, not just starting off with a Facebook group, you know, you wanted to have that professional set up. So you've established a proper professional website. You've got directory listings. You've got a business academy now helping people to understand the business aspects. You know, product industry, the merch is a totally different segment. So out of all these, what would you consider as your biggest accomplishment or biggest success? Which one you're really proud of? Personally, it, I mean, it's probably for me the Business Academy because so much work went into it. It was probably, probably two years of thought behind it. Actually bringing to life what was in my head was really difficult. So to now see it, I mean, I had I outsourced a lot of that the build and everything, the support, I was lucky enough to work with great people who understood what I wanted and yeah. could see. But the value I can see from it, like from the incredible, incredible guests we have on doing masterclasses who just are so lovely and they teach us so much to the weekly cat. We have a weekly virtual coffee as well, where we all come together and just chat about the week and things that have gone well, things that have gone badly and just kind of have that connection, which is like I spoke about the isolation component of that. It's really nice to be able to see people face-to-face -face and have a virtual copy and a chat. So I'm really proud of, of how that came together and the value that it brings because it, it solves a lot, of, a lot of the main problems that I see in the group. So, and, it, and it did take a lot to bring it to life. So when it came yep. together, it was, yeah, it was a big achievement. Cool. So in terms of Business Academy, who is your ideal client and what is the outcome that they can expect out of the Academy? So it would be people wanting to take their trade business to the next level. It would be people who are sort of feeling a little bit stuck in all the things that they really want to do, but don't really know how. It would be obviously people feeling a bit isolated that wanted some real-time face-to-face sort of chat that, you know, can help them you know, not only just sort of connect, but also network with other like-minded businesses that could perhaps use each other somehow in the future or collaborate. So, yeah, so it would definitely be, you know, those, those trades who are ready just to sort of take things back to the next level a little bit, that just sort of are less interested in the general kind of chit-chat and want some actionable steps in the business. Yeah, we all do, isn't yes. it? <laughs> Lovely to have a chat, but it's good to have 
some framework, some structure and step-by-step, you know, how-tos and how to get things done. Yeah, definitely. We all need that. So I will leave all the details in the show notes for people who want to check out uh, Business Academy and Trady Vibes itself. So out of all these accomplishments, which one was really challenging for you? The Academy again, as well as, <laughs> as well as the greatest one. It was also the biggest challenge. There was some, there's some days where I thought this isn't going to happen. There was some times where we'd get so far in and then it'd be a massive tech issue or we'd, we'd lose a big part of what we'd built or things would change or like there was there was so many things something would happen in my personal life which meant I could have to step away so many times over I think probably two years where I thought I'm not meant to do this (laughs) just I'm not meant to do it should I take the signs that are coming to me that I'm not meant to do this because it was just we'd get so far in and something major would happen but I just had to persevere I was like no I believe I believe in this and I I really want this to come to life because I can see how helpful it would be so so while my one of the greatest achievements, it was absolutely the greatest challenge bringing it to life. It's really interesting, you know, the subtle points that you mentioned was it, like anyone else, you had your own fair share of self-doubts in the making and it took you two years. It was not a quick win. It was not an overnight success. And you had so many challenges and hurdles in the way, which made you lose confidence and self-doubt and you're like it's not meant to me you know you literally said that out loud and then you just braced yourself up and you kept moving moving and then you succeeded like many business owners you would have seen in your life and the people that I see in my life they don't give themselves the time and compassion and just understand that just life happens to them isn't it and then they just give up and they just give in for that self-doubt and they just don't perceive you enough so all these little things that you said in like 10, 20 seconds has so much inner meaning. And the things that I see in my business coaching for the past three or four years, like people go and give themselves that compassion and understand that life just happens. You know, we've got kids, we've got husbands, we've got just life happening. Yeah. And especially me, I mean, the moon cycle, I don't know if you believe in moon verity, but I do. Anything happens in my life, I'm like, just blame the bloody moon. You know? <laughs> I'm glad we're meeting today on a new moon day. But you know, if it was a full moon day, I would have definitely postponed this. You don't want to see me on a full moon day. <laughs> me too. Me too. So, I mean, it's really, really important that you know people get this message. Whoever is listening has to understand that though it is your biggest successful project till date, that has been your most challenging project and the amount like two years is a long time isn't it sure is yeah so two years to really have that perseverance and really focusing on the why you know why you want to do this because you know it's going to transform so many people's lives so like hundreds of people thousands of people you don't know who's going to be impacted so all you have to do is just show up and do your bit i love it i love it thank you so much It's a really, really powerful message. I think that people have to listen and understand that everyone, today we see success. People will be like, oh, Verity just made it. Oh, she's just lucky or, you know, no, she she worked hard for it, you know? Absolutely. Do you get this thing? Like, are you, do you get called being lucky or, you know, it was just a fluke or anything, you know, that would really hurt you or feel offended? Anything on those lines? Hey listeners, before we jump back into today's episode, I want to tell you about an incredible opportunity 
that's perfect for those of you who are always asking these questions yourself. How can I earn more money? How do I get more customers without spending on ads and fancy funnels? How can I generate recurring income without selling all the time? How do I create wealth without trading time for money? How can I transition from being a one-person show to mastering delegation? If this sounds like you, then you're going to love our sponsors for this episode, The Pivot Mastermind, a life-changing six-month intensive experience designed to help you launch and scale your digital empire. But that's not all. One of the standout features of this mastermind is that each attendee gets a dedicated virtual assistant to handle the admin and social media marketing tasks. That means you can focus on what truly matters, growing your business and enjoying the freedom that comes with it. Don't wait any longer. Click on the link in the show notes to apply today and take the first step towards transforming your business and your life with the Pivot Mastermind. Now let's get back to today's episode. Um, I sort of... I'm never offended by it, but I, 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 because I myself, I'm very casual about it. Like I sort of, and I, I do talk about the fact that it was accidental. I think, oh, I accidentally started this group that did grow to such a big amount of, of people. And while it was an accident and while it was very organic, it was a lot of, it is a lot of work and it is daily a lot of work. I mean, the group itself is something that doesn't stop. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Christmas day, people are posting. It's like, it doesn't ever stop. And it's, it is, I'm very lucky in that, how, how wonderful the people are in the group and how supportive they are and how easy they make my life to run it. Exactly. Um, But it is, yeah, it's not, it's definitely not a case of like, oh, these people join, it's just a great organic business. It's, there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes to keep it that way. Exactly. I think it's, very well auto moderated, I would say. Like, there's no need for moderation because if someone throws in a nasty comment, I think people just come and they kind of moderate it mm-hmm. and stop it. Yeah. yeah. So, there are like 20,000 people. You do expect some dramas happening here and yeah. there, you know, which is Absolutely. natural. But yeah. I think the way the community it's moderate itself is beautiful to say. Yeah. And everyone's always constantly looking out for each other if they see something they'll tag me that you know they want me to look at or like they're just they're and and I notice it more when we go through a growth spurt so when you know there's a lot of people that join in a short period of time you know you can find a little bit of teething problems with people you know not saying or doing the right thing that doesn't suit the community but we're quick to kind of weed them out yeah okay cool So is there anything that you find that the general world, the non-trade world has a misconception about a typical tradie wife that you want to address today? Uh, Yeah. So (laughs) so, go for it. (laughs) I think the main thing is, and I've seen it a lot in the group lately, is that what our role is, isn't very serious. (laughs) I think one of the misconceptions is that people think, you know, she's the wife of a tradie. She... And I know, I know that my husband's family as well have always gone, oh, Verity just sits home all day sipping champagne and, you know, while Craig's slogging it out on the tours. <laughs> it's like, I am sure, you know, that, that that conversation has been had. And I think a lot of the women who talk on the group feel that, that like their friends or their family don't take their role seriously, but it is such an important role within the business. Yeah. that the the wife or the you know it's it's an equal partnership because what i found is 
while their husband's out on the tools, the business side was lacking. So it's such an equal partnership and one can't really exist without the other. So I think that that's the biggest misconception is that we just swan around all day sipping champagne and <laughs> living our best life when that's not the case. You wish it were true, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I know. I think the main thing is the, uh, you know, the unbuilt hours that goes in from the partner or the wife. And also it's not like a nine to five grind where you get four weeks of paid holidays, you know? So I know how hard tradies work. Like I'm part of BNI and I see lots of trades in my networking group and they work. I mean, though they make so much money, the amount of hard work, the manual labor that goes into it. it I'm like, I don't know how they have a family life when they get back home. They just want to shower and sleep. Right. So how does that work? I mean, I, I truly want to understand this because I know it's a lot of manual work that goes in there. So they're really, you know, I, I see them with a greased shirt and stuff on the side. So when they come back home, even like washing those greased shirts, I assume would be the wife's responsibility. I don't know. Can you give me a little bit of backstory of what happens at home when they come back after a really, really, really big day? Yeah. Yes, the washing is is my role. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of tips in the group as well about how do I get this stain out of yeah. what's going to fall out of the pockets in the washing machine this week. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it is hard. And I, I um, it actually for me wasn't until I saw Craig at work that I had a big respect for what he did because we did a renovation uh, on a place that we bought years ago and I watched Craig renovate and that was for me one of the moments where I was just sitting in the kitchen watching <laughs> swanning around just going oh yes I'm here wiping down the things <laughs> and just watching him actually doing his thing in in our own sort of house oh just he didn't stop he just didn't stop you know the heavy lifting the you know and it was really hot days which you know been a really hot summer and just for them to be out in the heat doing the physical labor I just it's such a respect to them to how they manage that and just the physical side of it is so intense particularly in the heat and then they come home and I think Craig plays on it a little bit to be honest but (laughs) and he is exhausted and he just wants to just sit on the lounge and relax and you know, I'm always harping on about helping with dinner and this and that, and but it, it does actually take its toll, that physical side. They, they need to rest and recover because they have to do it all again the next day, and if they don't recover, then the injuries come and then there's time off work and, you know, then it's sort of, you know, so... You know, I give him a bit of leeway, but it's, yeah, it's, it is, it is very, very physical. But I think there is also a very fine line of a wife's expectation from the husband and empathizing as a tradie wife. There's a very fine line. And sometimes you can step on the other line and be like, you know, I need a break. I need you to take care of the kids. I need you to, you know, contribute in parenting. So do you think that happens often in a lot of families? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think, and we actually don't have kids, but I I take my hat off to those who do because I see it in the group a lot, a lot of the conversations around that where, they're trying to juggle like you know the wife's doing the the running the business side the husband's on the tools but then they have kids in the mix and they need taken care of and they need to you know on weekends they need to go to sports and this and that so it is a fine line because while there's physical load for the, for the tradie there's the mental load for the for the wife 
Which and is even more, isn't it? It is. And it, and I don't, I think there's, it's very blurred lines between understanding each other there and trying to find that balance. Like it is a very difficult thing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I definitely see it a lot in the group and it is something that is, you know, it's not an easy solution. I don't think it's just working out what's best what works best for you both and understanding each other's needs. Yeah, definitely. So what big plans have you got for Trady Vibes for the next maybe two or three years? We really want to start doing events, in-person events. That would be the next step for us because we've seen and spoken to the group for such a long time now and built relationships that it would be so nice to actually see people in person and get to connect in person, I think that would just be the most incredible thing. So that's definitely next on the cards for us. We'd love to start running some events. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also a podcast of our own we've sort of got in the pipeline. (laughs) (laughs) Just sort of has been on the back burner for a little while, but something that we'd, we'd really like to get to. So yeah, they're, they're probably the main, the main two things for now. Okay, for now. I know it's always evolving, isn't it? Always something new coming up, yeah. So do you have different groups like region-based in different states or? We don't actually. And that's, I know a couple of the girls in the group have started like little mini spin-off ones for like just their area where they can all go for coffee or whatever if they want to. But we've sort of just kept it all to the main, the main group. And like one of our moderators has organized like a catch-up in Brisbane. And so we have moderators in different areas of Australia who I know are going to start running like little mini ones. And yeah, but, but mainly it's just the main group. Yeah. So, uh, and that's based in Melbourne, Sydney? Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, okay. Sydney. Yeah. All right. I really look forward for a major event that you organize and I wish I can travel. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'll try to go... For the Brisbane ones, I'll try to make it to the local ones and then we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Cool. So for everyone listening, is there anything you want to share? Because you took the unconventional route, not the very common one. Like who would have thought Trady Wives would be a brand that people would proudly show off with a merch, a hat and a hoodie. I know you, you're swamped with orders now for the season. Yeah. So. What is your piece of advice you would say for anyone who's self-doubting, sitting on an idea but procrastinating or just giving in to the self-doubt? What would be one piece of advice you want to give to them? You just start somewhere. You know, just don't sit on the idea. Just start somewhere. And generally, if you think it's a bad idea, it's probably actually a very good one. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of doubt that comes in, but you would be surprised when you put it out there how many people will respond saying, oh, wow, this is such a good idea. This is something that's really needed. So I think sometimes like myself with, with Trady Wives, I thought when I started the group, I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, so embarrassing. No one's going to join this. And yeah, and now, you know, we've got so many people in the group that it, it just really surprised me. So I think if you're sitting on an idea, just throw it out there. Just throw it out there, see what the response is, do some market research. And I, I really believe that you'll be like really surprised with the response. Yeah. And who would you really say was very supportive during the journey? I was lucky enough to have a great team behind me who really supported me and all my crazy ideas that I had, I'd come to them going, oh, I really want to do this. They're like, oh, great. We've got so much time. To do that. 
<laughs> let's try and make that one happen. And I'd come with every day I'd have 10 new ideas. And yeah, so I feel like I was lucky to have a really great team and as well, my, my family, my dad, particularly, he's a business consultant as well. So he's always been really great for advice and, and reining in all my millions of thoughts. So yeah, I was very lucky with, with his experience too, that I was able to go to him and go, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm facing this. What do you reckon? And he was a huge sounding board for me. So I, I feel lucky in that area oh. that I have support. I know we all need our cheer, cheer team, isn't it? Who will cheer for us and something to fall back on or even just a non-judgmental sounding board. That's all we need. Yeah, you know? Even if they don't cheer for you, you just need them just a listening ear. That's all we need, you know? Like I call my husband my venting machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he listens to all my rants and vents and whinge and he, he just listens. He's a very good listener. So that's all we need, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think Craig just shuts off when I talk it. <laughs> Oh, here we that go. Yeah, <laughs> Smiles and nods at me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's good. That that's all we need. You know, at, yeah. at times we just need them to nod and acknowledge, even though you're not actively listening, just pretend you're listening. That's absolutely. All I think they've got that down to a fine art, don't they? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh cool. So for people who are listening, if they want to find you, where do you want them to find you or you know what would be the best place to find you so probably going straight to the website which is www.tradywives.com.au from there you can find all our information you can join the facebook group you can see the business academy the merch or the magazine that we have you can see all of that kind of stuff on there so that's probably the best place to go for it all Cool. I will leave uh, the links to your website and facebook group in the show notes below and people can Check out Trady Wives and the amazing work that you do uh, on your website. They can uh, join the directory listings and advertise their professional services or trade services. I know you really take up that duty of care to verify the licenses and insurance of every trade that's being advertised on your website. So it's vetted enough for people to trust and go to them for bookings. And also the business academy, if they want to grow the business or buy some cool merch to show off that they are a tradie wife. So amazing work verity. I really have so much respect that you really started with an unconventional idea and made it, you know, a huge success and really pulled it off, you know, put yourself together for two years, which is really hard with the amount of moon cycles in between. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Always checking out the window. Oh, it's a full moon. Oh, that exactly. <laughs> yeah. So with the amount of interference from the universe and, you know, self-doubt and the inner voice, overcoming so much of resistance. And today it stands tall and proud as a business entity, helping so many women in need, really. This is such a unique thing that a normal any business uh, non-trade person will never understand, which is like a really, you know, very niched population in Australia. So thank you so much. I think this is such a huge contribution you've done. I don't know if you still understand the depth of your contribution to the community because it's still growing, but, you know, you, you've done your best to establish that power of community in that very niched sector. So me individually, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you so much for doing this because such little efforts from every entrepreneur is what contributes to the entire, you know, betterment of humanity. We all think, oh, it's just a small business. 
when people come on podcast or when I meet them on networking events, they just say, oh, I've just got a very small home-based candle business. I'm like, you don't understand the effect that that candle is going to give to somebody, right? So you never underestimate the effort you put in as an entrepreneur because everything that you put out to the community is going to help someone in some way. And that's how I believe we all start businesses, right? To transform someone's life. That's it, period. So how we do it depends on our niche and product and service, but we all start with the idea that we want to help somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. It was lovely chatting with you today and knowing about Trady Wives. I was so curious to know about you, trust me. This was more (laughs) of a selfish motive that I wanted to hear it all first, firsthand about Trady Wives. And I was so intrigued and I really saw that power of community in that Facebook group. If you look at my podcast, I don't have a lot of interview style ones. I really interview the ones that I'm personally intrigued and I feel that really helps the listeners and my community and my social media platforms. I am known for multiple things in various platforms like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. So I think I kind of really pick and choose my guest depending on how important this message will be to my wider community. So I strongly believe this is going to be really, really helpful for people and validating that start something somewhere today. You know, it can be the most silliest thing that you can think of, but you never know unless you try. So thank you for being that example for all of us today. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for having me on. It was so lovely to talk to you. I truly hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it just for you. Please follow Pivot to Thrive podcast on the platform you're listening to right now. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a review and I'm so excited to see you on the next episode. Sending you loads of love, positive and healing vibes your way. Stay blessed.